for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome back to the Hoedown Showdown. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and that was Cabo by our next featured guest, Kate Watson. How's it going today, Kate? It's going pretty dang good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Just kind of escaping that Texas heat, but being from the the Texas, you're well familiar with this uh, ungodly heat that we're going through right now. So, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, but excited to have you on. I've been... Uh, following you for the last few months uh, ever since we had a uh, Peyton on the show uh, back in February, March, whenever it was uh, you just kind of ran naturally progressed into our uh, algorithm. And I started paying attention. I was like, Oh, I want to get her on at some point. And then you release this new single and it's like, okay, cool. Let's make it work. So. Yeah. So, I'm excited to be here and thanks for having me. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what was it? You're from Texas. Uh, what was it like growing up in Texas for you? Um, so I've actually moved 14 times in my entire life. Uh, I grew up in Texas, like uh -huh. most of it. I was born yeah. and raised, you know, um, and I moved to Georgia for a year. I moved to North Carolina for a year. Um, it was so cool because I got to meet so many new people um, through all that and grow up and just you know, having to also figure out who I was through all that was hard too. Um, because most people, they have their friends from whenever they're born to, you know, you grow up together and I didn't have that. And I constantly was like the new kid. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really hard. I went through a lot of bullying and all that different kind of stuff, but, uh, I can proudly say that it made me strong. It helped me to just transcend who I am. And, uh, pushed me into this career honestly yeah so you said you moved 14 times actually 15 now <laughs> okay fair it's uh it, so how, how does that kind of did that help or hurt your musical chances where do you think you became a musician because you moved so much or do you which kind of your opinion there I think that it helped shape my character. Mm -hmm. um, it helped me to see a lot of things that, you know, I may not have seen, you know, growing up and stuff that I ended up being kind of an observer. I don't know if you like know the different kinds of people throughout, <laughs> you know, school or whatever, you know, I was the one that sat in the back of the class that just kind of watched everything. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of use that to learn, mm -hmm. you know, um, so I'd say that helped me. Uh, but I also, you know, moving all these different times also had to do with my parents. Uh, they were in a band whenever I was growing up and they traveled all across Texas playing these different shows. Um, and for me, you know, like at seven years old and going up through the ages, it was like the coolest thing ever getting to see my parents do what they loved. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad was the leader of the band, play guitar, sang, and um, he wrote all the songs, such a talented songwriter, helps me write all my original music. Um, my mom, she plays the drums and she rocks so hard. Um, 
But I also not only got to see that, but I got to see the way that music spoke to people on a whole nother level. And um, I just, I saw that and I was like, you know what, that's something that I want to do. And so once I, you know, got old enough to where I was to the point where I wasn't getting bullied anymore, but I knew what it felt like. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what, I want to be able to help people that, you know, went through what I did or whatever and use music to do that. Um, And, you know, I, I mean, I noticed the kids that sit in the back of the class. I noticed the kids that sit alone at lunch and I'm like, no, they're not going to sit alone. Like get over here. Yeah. You know, that kind of vibe, like inviting everybody to the party. Let's have a good time. Let's do it together. No matter who you are. Um, like you are perfect and awesome just the way you are. We can have a good time together. Nice. I, I kind of got that same, I was kind of that same kid in high school and just school in general, where I just kind of stayed back and just paid attention and yeah. listened and I kind of got the mantra of, oh, I don't trust you because nobody knows what you're thinking. And that's scary. And I was like, I'm just listening. That's all I'm doing. Don't don't worry about me. So, yep. yeah, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's just one of those things, because then you kind of get to learn how to read people and just right. kind of you, you gain this weird sixth sense of like, oh, hey, that person it's kind of giving me, they're a pissed off, like this pissed off vibe. I'm going to stay clear. You know, you just yeah. kind of learn how to read people. And and it's so helpful in this career too. Mm-hmm. Like you literally need to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, kind of traveling around with the, with the family as musicians and you're kind of learning as you grow, which is, it, it's an invaluable experience because you're just kind of brought up in the industry. Uh, yeah. Did, who were you, were you, who were you listening to as you were growing up, you know, kind of trying to develop your own sound, trying to differentiate yourself from your family? Um, okay. So my parents, they were a Christian band. Mm -hmm. So they went to all these church camps and stuff. And, uh, so most of the time we had Christian radio on in the car. And I mean, I jammed hard. Okay. Uh, but other than that, I would listen to a lot of pop, actually. I loved hearing all the vocal runs and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's kind of how I would I would practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my dad had Lionel Richie on. He had uh, Backstreet Boys and, or is that, Boys to Men, I'm sorry, okay. Boys to Men on. <laughs> yeah. Um, my prerogative, you yeah. know, like all those different kinds of songs and mixtures of stuff and uh, country did not come into the mix until I was way older. Okay, I did yeah. not appreciate it as much when I was younger. Um, and it was actually Parker McCollum who really pointed me in the right direction with that stuff. He's my big brother in country music, and I love him so much just because he's had a huge impact on my journey, everything I'm doing. He's the one who discovered me. So he mentored me and uh, listened to all my songs. He was like, you know what? Like, I really think you're meant to do country. And so I kind of went with that base of like, okay, country. And, um, he basically got me set up with all the right connections and people and everything. And he told me, he's like, it's your time to do the work. Like I've given you everything you need and I'll come back into the picture when it's time, but it's up to you because right now you're green and you need to play every single stage that you can. Like you need to do all that. And I'm like, okay. So I hit the ground running 
I got my band together. I, you know, did all that stuff and played every single stage that I could to the point where I was playing 17 shows a month. Wow. And uh, that right. was nuts. I had to, I had to cut that down because my right. vocal cords were like, girl, <laughs> you Stop. need to take a doing? rest. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like you don't think 17 shows a month is a lot. Then you realize, oh, there's like 31 days in a month. Right. That's, that's a lot. So um, when you were, when you were kind of, go once you kind of made that switch to country were you was it more texas country or were you automatically just kind of zoned in on just like country in general like growing up in texas obviously texas has got its own country sound were you like were you more focused on texas country or were you kind of like on uh, all encompassing as far as country goes i think i was more on like all country mm -hmm. um i did a little bit of parker mccullum i did a little bit of carrie underwood i did a little bit of leanne womack and all those different you know even cody johnson and um i experimented for a little bit because uh, at the time i mean i was playing three hour gigs mm -hmm. at restaurants where people didn't really care about you at all <laughs> they're like right. we're just trying to eat our food keep it down i'm like yeah. okay okay and so uh you know, I use those that time to really just hone in to it all and figure it out, mm -hmm. try things. And yeah. if it just didn't work or, you know, whatever, then it's like, all right, in the yeah. trash. Like, that's not it. And uh, I was also experimenting with my original music. Um, and so it took me a little bit to kind of figure it out. But I realized it's like a, a rock and country, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like to jam. I like to high energy to dance around and, you know, be all over the stage. I love all of that. And to just give like a, a crazy show, you know? Nice. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I like the fact that you kind of touched on that, those bar gigs that can kind of become monotonous. If you let them get to you, you kind of flipped it. And it's like, I'm going to try things. I'm going to essentially turn this into a paid practice, which is something I've been preaching for a very long time. It's like, absolutely. Those gigs where you think no one's listening, try different things. Like it, it doesn't matter. You're getting paid regardless. So. Yeah. Um, and I used it as a competition or not a comp a challenge, yeah. a challenge to basically say, okay, how many heads can I turn today yeah. at a place where no one cares? They're not here for you. How many people can I get to watch, you know? For sure. And uh, every time I would like double that number, triple that number. And it was like, you know, that's what I do to make it more interesting too. Nice. It's almost like a little game with yourself. which Right. Is, you got to keep it fun, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you just released a new song, uh, Pretty Heart, about two weeks ago. Uh, what's the story behind this song? Um, basically everything I was talking about with Parker and how he mentored me, this song was basically to say thank you to him and just basically say how grateful and just blessed I am. I mean, you know, it's funny, maybe a year before I met him, it was like, I, I kept thinking like, I don't know if you know the story behind Justin Bieber and how he hit it big. He had like Usher take him under yeah. his wing and it was crazy, you know, like, it was something you don't think will happen to you. And so it's one in a million. And for me, I was sitting there thinking, I want a Justin Bieber story. Mm -hmm. Like, I really do. I want a Justin Bieber story. And then I have to just put it out of my head. Like, you know what? 
my story is my story. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different. We'll see what happens. I'm just going to work hard. And so it ended up, I caught my own Justin Bieber story and, uh, Parker just so happens to be Usher in this story. Right. (laughs) So, um, but it, I, I don't even know what to say. It's makes me speechless. makes me just want to cry, you know, to have somebody believe in you. It it was meant to be, you know, you, you, you put in them, the hours you put in the practice beforehand and somebody just by pure coincidence pure like however you want to define it they found your music they ran across you in some way and it was like that's special let's I, we can do something with this let's get a hold yeah. of it let's make it work you know and I, I that story happens all the time and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work and in your case you're just flourishing you're playing shows all over the place like uh i, I think the day this drops aren't, aren't you singing at the rodeo tonight saturday technically or... yes the mesquite rodeo yeah i was because i was sitting there i was like you know just you, you've got so many shows and just kind of seeing watching all these cool different things that you're doing like as i sit on instagram and scroll through and all that stuff and it's just like that's really cool and i'm glad it's happening for you and you know, it's just I can't wait to see what happens over the next few years as as you can continue to take Thank advantage you. of these opportunities. So um, with Pretty Heart, is it a single leading to a bigger project or do you kind of see yourself staying in the uh, singles realm right now? I have for this year uh, two more singles coming out and then next year I'll be releasing a full eight song album. Nice. So. Uh, yeah, I'm using this time to kind of just prepare for that album, get it all together, do it right. And, um, you know, just put that time that you need to make it really good. Yeah. Um, so, but I have a new single coming out. I'm actually releasing on Friday, this Friday, mm-hmm. uh, that I'll be releasing Burn Barbie Burn nice. on October 6th. Nice. So, yes, I... Um, I guess I'll wait to tell you that story the next time I'm on here, but it's, it's a crazy one. I love it. I, I can't wait to hear it. You know, it's a, I, I love those interesting stories about songs with like obscure titles. And it's like, yes, I love those stories. Oh yeah. But, um, really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. Uh, if anybody wants to check out any of your music, interact with you on social, catch a show, whatever it is, where's the best place to find you? You guys can go follow me at Kate Watson Music on all social media platforms, or you can go to my website, Kate Watson Music Official, where I have all my show dates and I have merch on there. And just some people that I'm opening up for here coming soon are uh, Kevin Fowler, uh, Aaron Watson, Jacob Stelly, Pat Green, Braxton Keith, Darren Morris. So y'all make sure to check out my website, get those dates, get those tickets, and I'd love to meet you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, We're going to leave y'all here with one last song by Kate Watson called Pretty Heart.